Welcome to SIN 315. We're here to encourage and equip Christians to engage in the adventure of sharing Jesus with those that God puts into their life. And we're so glad you're here. Matthew Hall. Hi. Kathy Martin's in the house. I know. I'm so stoked. <laughs> How many times have we said her name on this show? So many. Yeah. The, so many. The number one name that we say of people who haven't ever been here, and, and Kathy and I were talking about it, we've tried this one a few times to yeah. piece this together, but she is so in demand. Oh. <laughs> well, tell us. Yeah. Kathy, can you explain to people, now understand, there's people at Foothills and people that know you and love you and, and all of that and have experienced your goodness, but then there's other people who haven't. So explain what you do with your waking hours. What do you do? People pay you for it sometimes. I know. Can so, you even believe it? And what is it? How, how do you describe it? What do you do? You know what? I'm an esthetician. I have been for 17 years, and um, it's really kind of a beautiful way that I got to do this, um, I was taking care of my mom yeah. who had a stroke, a massive stroke at 60 years old. And then I was taking care of my in-laws who lived behind me. And then I was taking care of Aaron, you know, off and on. Your daughter, who has been talked about on this show too, Hank Dimahusky, she was his first prayer project as a little girl. Okay, I know, <laughs> I know, I'm so thankful. Um, but anyway, I was taking care of them, and I just said, Lord, is there something I can do in our, my house um, and work? Uh, we had our kids in Christian school, and it was a bazillion dollars a month. And um, so I don't have to work outside because I want to take care of the people I love mm -hmm. more than anything. And there was – it just dropped really in my heart. I talked to my dad, who was actually Paul's dad, but he was my dad. Yeah. And um, I talked to my husband, and they both gave me their blessing. And I went to school, and here I am. And, and there you are. <laughs> I come, and there's I invite the Lord every morning, and I ask him to help me to touch people the way he would, give me a word for them, and uh, and just to, to come. And so... It's just beautiful. You know, <laughs> and then people pay me. And yeah. I, yeah. And I, I, I know. <laughs> you know, Matt and I get paid mm -hmm. to do what it is an extraordinary honor to mm. do. We were talking about it before we started, and it's just like, I get to do this? This right. is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so good. But, you know, I've seen the people um, after they've had the Kathy Martin experience, like mm -hmm. my daughter, Lauren, mm -hmm. like my granddaughter, Faye, <laughs> shout out to Faye. And, uh, and it, it really does touch people's lives. It really, really does. Well, I remember when the Lord told me, it, when I first started, um, some women that are single and some women that are married, nobody touches them. Yeah. And so there's just something about touch, which is actually you know, my first love language. So I, I, why did that surprise me that this is what I would do, um, was touch. And I get filled up. So I'm touching some other people, and I'm really the one getting filled up. But um, we, I, to touch, there's a something about touching. Yeah, especially when you have turned the entire thing over to the Lord so that the Holy Spirit can breathe on that physical touch. Physical touch is so incredibly important, mm -hmm. but on top of that, there's a, a touch to their spirit and to their soul that's, it's just amazing. And quite frankly, one of the reasons I bring it up is not that everybody should run out and be an esthetician, but they should give 
what he's given to them. They should give it away freely. Yeah. That's so you know? good. And Matt and I were talking, and he's uh, back to dabbling in IT. He's a genius, uh, MIT G- genius in sound mastering, and we've been blessed by his worship and everything. Right. But he's playing with another buddy of mine in the IT industry. Mm-hmm. But it's not just pulling cables and rebooting computers. No. You know, It's touching people's lives, solving their problems. And the spirit of the Lord goes with us wherever we go. If we'll just wake up and say, okay, Lord. Amen. You know what I mean? Yep. And you know, I have a captive audience. So <laughs> I, sure have, I have clients that do not know him. I have clients that know him. I have clients who are of all different faiths. But I'm just authentically me. Yeah. And so when we're filled with the spirit, that's just what comes out of my mouth. And I have a lot of clients that just go, how do you know that? Because I know him, mm. and I spend time with Come him on. every day, and so I, I know that you know they keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. So because you know there's just a, a supernatural peace. Yeah. And people want that. Um, so. You know, we've talked about right now. For me, there's an urgency to take it deeper with the people that I love. I mm-hmm. want to take care of the people that I love. And and very importantly, it's like, hey, this isn't about theology. This isn't about religion. He's real. Mm-hmm. We just had Easter. Yeah. He lived, he died, he rose again. Amen. And and if you live that out in your life, like there was an altar call at the end of the service, right? And I and I was talking to Neil about it after the first service, Pastor Neil, mm-hmm. the lead pastor there at Foothills. Mm-hmm. And I said, this isn't altar call of sorts for people who are far from God, like Luke being so curious about it, right? Mm -hmm. But this is also a call to those of us that claim him as Lord. Does our life shout out, he's real, he's risen? If if you believe me, if you know me, Mm -hmm. if you understand how much I love you, can you give that some consideration, right? Right. Because you're not trying to sell them anything. No, no. And that can be done uh, in any profession, in any context, like you said, just authentically be His mm-hmm. and see what He will do through you. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question, because people that uh, have been introduced to you probably have the impression, because of the joy that you walk with and the the uh, shine in your eyes, that life has always been perfect for Kathy Martin. Is that the case, Kathy? <laughs> no, it hasn't. Um, no, uh, I had a kind of a rough childhood. Uh, um, had parents. I I know they loved us. They did not know the Lord, <clears throat> and they were both alcoholics. So uh, blood flew at our house a lot. Uh, it was traumatic as a as a kid, and. Um, when my dad left when I was 12, there was an element of kind of what, what we thought maybe was peace because they didn't fight anymore. Yeah. But really, my mom uh, worked as a bartender at three different jobs. So we lost my dad and we lost my mom. And so I quickly got uh, into drugs and alcohol at a very young age. Um, I just didn't care. I, I just didn't care. Life just hurt. Yeah. And um so through high school just reckless with my heart, with my body, with 
you know, I, I, like I said, I, I don't know how else to say, except I just didn't care. Mm -hmm. But when I was 18, I was working in a deli, graduated from high school, uh, working in a deli, and this construction worker came in. And I was thinking, I will make you a sandwich. <laughs> I would love to make you a sandwich. This is sounding like Snapdog to this me. This is, yeah. yeah, or Snapchat. Huh? Okay. <laughs> this would be my husband now of yeah. 43 years. So uh, we really just connected right away. And um, I, I say we just were pretty naughty and uh, just continued in a, you know, that same lifestyle. I had no idea, never met a Christian in my life, never. No one ever shared the gospel with me. And um, he introduced me to his mom after we had been dating not that long. And actually, we got together and um, we decided we were going to move in together, which my mom said, make sure you live with a guy before you marry him. Oh, of course. Okay. And so I was, so I thought, oh, right, that's, that's how what it's you done. do. That's how yep. it's done. And then I met his mom. And I introduced myself, hi, I'm Kathy, I'm moving in with your son. And she said to me, and you're just as lovely as Paul said you were. Now, as a Christian woman now, I can imagine that it broke her heart because she trained up her son and she knew he knew better. But she did not hold me accountable for what she knew I did not know. Whoa, wow. So there was no judgment in her towards me. I can imagine what she said to him, you know what I mean, and, but not in my presence. And so can I just tell you, this woman had a, a, a captive audience when she began to share the Lord with me. And I, I was so drawn to her. You know, in fact, when I went to their house, they had, you know, scripture in the bathroom and scripture in the kitchen and, you know, a new American standard and a living Bible. And, you know, and we you only had, had met a Christian. I had met a Christian. <laughs> And I even said to Paul, you know, what's with your parents? How come they have all these different Bibles and Bible perverses all over the house? And he said, well, they're Christians. And I said, me too. <laughs> and I can remember the look on his face when he said, mm, you know. <laughs> and I just began to ask him questions. And he said, I'm really not comfortable talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he said, I really would, you know, like you to ask my mom. So I began to ask her all these questions and there was nothing she couldn't answer me. Mm -hmm. She knew her word, she knew the Bible, and everything she said was from such a place of love that I was just so drawn. Well, she led me to the Lord. When I was 19, in her living room, she knelt with me, and I gave my heart to Jesus. And she said to me, I prayed for you every day of your life. And I said, me? And she said, whoever? And by this time, I think Paul and I were getting married, or we just, I was 19 when we got married. And she said, whoever was going to be Paul's wife, I, I prayed for you. And I thought, how beautiful is the Lord Yeah, that she would be the one to lead me to oh. him. Oh, man. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's so, so cool. So we didn't. I didn't know how to walk with him. So I still tried to kind of dabble in my old behavior, but it wasn't fun anymore, and it didn't feel right because now I have this Holy Spirit living in me. Mm. Um, but on my twenty-first birthday, uh, we had gone out, and I did all things drugs, and um, I I just was a mess. And I said to Paul, 
Um, I, I love this because this is the true, honest Kathy Martin story. I said to Paul, I was going to say when I woke up, but I don't think we slept. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. just like where I was. And I said, I'm 21 today, but I'm going to die. And he said, no, you're not. And I said, yes, I am. I believed it. And I said, and I have no idea what to do. I don't know, you know what to do. And he said, I do. And I said, what? And he took me in our room and we knelt down. He prayed because I didn't know how to. Jesus showed up in my bedroom. Mm. I was instantly sober. I was instantly healed. I was delivered. I was never to be the same. Wow. So that was the beginning of this radical, radical Jesus yeah. freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My among yeah. my favorite people are the people who have been radically saved because they're radically in love with mm -mm. Jesus, and you don't have to sweat the small stuff. Mm -mm. You just go share what He gave you. I want to pull a couple things out of that story. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. The number one is parents, grandparents, mm -hmm. pray for those children yes. and for their spouses. Yes, I've. I started that while they were in the womb, and Amen. I'm praying already for my 20-plus grandkids right. and when they were in the womb, because look at the power of that. That's right. You know, you, you get right to the start, and, and you don't know how powerful it is. I, I know my grandma was praying, not so much for me, but about me, mm. <laughs> because I needed to be prayed about a lot. I was a... I could have done better as a kid. <laughs> I know my grandma prayed for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot. So that's number one. And the other thing is, you know, for the people that are listening and they're seeing um, their kids, maybe that grew up in a Christian home, maybe they didn't, mm -hmm. don't give up. Mm -mm. You know what? Do not give up on that and, and be full of grace for them. Mm -hmm. That's that's what Paul's mom mm -hmm. did for you. She just showed you the grace and the love of Jesus. And that is cunning and diabolical yep. and irresistible. Look at the power, you know? It's really helped me, you know, as my kids are now, you know, adults. I have 11 grandkids now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I, you know, my kids had to find their way. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they didn't make good and wise choices and decisions always, too. And I had to think of, I thought a lot, what would my mother in law? do how mm. would she respond because everything she did was from love hmm. and so i always have tried to do that too yeah i love uh, that just from a place of love and you know so. <laughs> i'll tell you um there was a time where uh, one of my daughters um, had walked away from the Lord and was doing the same stuff that you're talking about and everything. Mm -hmm. And I remember it's so poignant because, uh, as I remember, it was an Easter service years ago. And she came because I asked her. And, um, and then she came back the next week. And we're up in the cheap seats. And you know how daughters kind of snuggle in mm. you know, to dad and, mm -hmm. and give that daughter you know, let you hug him the way that a dad should be hugging his daughter. And she said, Dad, I'm just so tired of doing it alone. Mm. And she's more in love with Jesus than me. And I love <laughs> him a lot. I know. And, and so you just don't give up. No. So that's that's the point. That's it, the point. Because there really truly is has been a time when all three of my kids had to figure it out. Yeah. 
but you know, I look around and at church, and there's all of my kids, yeah. and, you know, serving in a capacity and and growing and, up their children, loving yeah. the Lord, and yes, yeah, yep. The um, another question I want to ask you about. Okay, so there was there was a hard start, and there was some figuring it out. So then, as a Christian, everything—it's not a magic wand. Mm -hmm. Everything isn't just roses and and all of that. How was the Lord ministered to you through challenges and struggles after you were a Christian? Um, you know, it was very short. Shortly after I got saved, I had um, I had had Vanessa already. When she was seven months old, I found out I was pregnant again. So her and Aaron are only sixteen months apart. Whoa. And I had Aaron, and I, I, um, you know, was told we were told to make funeral arrangements uh, right when we had her, because the disease that she was born with, four out of five babies die within the first week because the kidneys are so huge it pushes out all the other vital organs, and they so that probably That's crazy. And so I had such faith, childlike faith. I just said, I am not going to do that. I, I know that God is real. I'm going to pray, you know, and they were all like, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I um, did. Um, she, obviously, you know, here Aaron is 41 years old. Wow. And she looks 19, by the way. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> but she, um, you know, it's been, you know, two kidney transplants and a whole lot of surgeries in between yeah. all that. And, I, you know, again, I remember um, when I first came to Foothills in 1990, um, I had heard the Lord um, say to me to have everybody I know fast and pray for her because there was a possibility that she could have ver um, varicose veins, esophageal varices, which are Whoa. varicose veins in her esophagus. And because of the pressure of the um, kidney, the spleen, and you know everything, could cause those. And so I just wrote a little letter. Hey, could we have a day of fasting for Aaron? And I xeroxed them off because there was no other way to do it. <laughs> and I sent them out. And then from there, people sent them out and sent them out. And then I called, um, you know, the specific day. I had people who called thousands of people praying and fasting for her yeah. from New York and uh, Florida and people, our congregation of 200, our congregation of 1,500, you know, will be praying on that day. That was December, and in February, she woke up one morning, and she had, I thought she drank uh, cranberry juice. She woke me up and said, Mom, I don't feel good. And so she was eight years old. Little tiny thing, though. She, I mean, she would look like she was five. And then I said, you know, did you did you drink Kool-Aid? Or, you know, did you drink? I had cranberry juice. And she said, no. And I went and I thought, oh, my goodness. There was blood coming out of oh, every man. everything. So we took her in. She was in intensive care. But the beautiful thing is, is when we took her in, there was doctors all around her. And they were looking at Paul and I. We were kind of standing off in shock of what we were watching. They were trying to pump blood in her as fast as it was all coming out. And she looked at me and she said, Mom, Mommy, am I going to die? And the Lord spoke to my heart and said, this is why I had you pray. And I said, no, what? you are not going to. Young okay? This, no, you are not going to. And this is why 
We did that. And can I just tell you, the doctors were like, oh, you know, again, Yeah. I knew in my heart that God had answered and God had ordained that whole thing. Ooh. I know. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you something, Kathy. I, I, I've always looked at Aaron as a Foothills love child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember praying for her. And I remember every trip to the hospital could have been her last one. It was serious. No. And, and now fast forward, you, I, I'm, I had a couple of friends like you, Mike Atkinson, shout out Mike, um, who have done this kidney transplant thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so Erin uh, got one from you and one from her sister, Correct. right? And Mike got one from some stranger somewhere. Yeah. And I went, wait a minute, we've got this pretty big church and there's a lot of potential donors there and there are people that love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when Miguel... Nixon, Cordoba came along. We had already gotten some kidneys for some people. I mean, because you came to that class and I don't know anything and the experts were talking about it. And seriously, because of the inspiration that you were, in fact, you did like an announcement for it. You did a little commercial for it. And Miguel's getting a kidney. Yeah, That's so wonderful. And, and it's because of that inspiration that, that you guys were way back then. What a, it, it is just the most beautiful gift. Yeah. It it just really is to be able to give someone their life. I bet. Yeah. I, I, as far as I know, and I don't know every church in America, but mm. we're one of the few churches that has an organ transplant ministry. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of it. <laughs> no, that's for sure. It's just been low key. And um, it's just people just taking care of the people you love. That's what you said at the very beginning of the mm. show. How do we take care of the people we love? Well, I want to know a little bit about... Um, how do you share your faith? Okay, so this is about sharing Jesus the way that Jesus made you. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Van Meter, he speaks the truth. He's, mm-hmm. He is uh, sometimes confrontational, but he, he's got a huge heart. And so he sometimes has conversations on social media with, with people who aren't speaking the truth. Um, uh, there's all sorts of different kinds of people yeah, that's not my style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my, I so appreciate either. Mike Van Meter and those that. Well, we need everybody doing it right. the way that they're supposed to do it, right? Right. So, how about you? How do you how do you share Jesus with others? You know, I think uh, obviously through my um, business is just very easy and natural and organic, and I have a real love for my neighbors, and I have. You know, I've had the same neighbors for, you know, close to 40 years. I really love them deeply. And the Lord showed me a long time ago to feed them. Okay, I love to cook. And I have neighbors who don't. And I have widows and widowers. And I just make extra and feed them. And it's just a way to get to be in their home and bring them food and sit and talk and share Jesus. Um, so I, I have done that for a long time and I, I, I love it. Um, give me a little bit more on that. Can you give me an example of someone who was uh, like you were with your Mm mother-in-law? You were far from Jesus in the sense that Mm -hmm. you didn't know him or anything. So has there been an example of somebody in your life that you were able to love them into the kingdom? Well, I'm thinking, like as you just were saying that, I think of my, um, I have a neighbor exactly across the street from me that I, I love so much, and her daughter-in-law lives um, maybe five houses down from her. I live 
here and my daughter-in-law lives four houses down and we just love each other and enjoy each other and all through covid um they were beyond fearful uh-uh. i mean beyond fearful uh it was just very sad we weren't you know we continued to live and love and you yeah. know we we just did that and so one time um my daughter-in-law and i were um, outside and they were going for a walk and the daughter-in-law said to me i don't get it how can you guys have so much peace okay open the door and so that we walked up and we said, you know, come come up. And she said, I, you know, you guys never seem like you're afraid and you, you always have so much peace. And I said, I know the Prince of Peace. And she said, well, who is it? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I said, so glad you asked. <laughs> right. And so Jamie and I looked at each other and we said, we would love to introduce you to him. But we were thinking, okay, if we do a Bible study, they don't have, they don't, I don't think that would be what they would want. We got so ministered to by the chosen. Yeah. Yeah. That we said, can we get together and can we meet once a week for, I think it was six weeks or eight weeks? And I want to introduce you to him. And so they agreed. That's what the chosen That's was so made good. for. It wasn't yes. for you and me. Okay. It was for you and me to use with yes. your neighbors. Okay. So we did that every week and we would pause it and they would ask us questions. And, you know, one was, okay, the, they did not drop their friend down through the roof. Yes, they did. You know, and so we got to show them where the, the stories were all, uh, the truth of everything, yeah. all the, all the um, episodes. And, um, then after that, we gave them each a Bible, and we showed them in Mark where all of the stories of all of those episodes oh, cool. were. Well, we were thinking, you know, oh my goodness, well, they are going to, you know, can't wait to come to Foothills, and 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 they didn't. Mm-hmm. But I am, we are just like, you know what, if one man plants and oh, another yeah. waters, it's God who causes the growth. Amen. And so we're just going to, we just keep loving and you know they've mellowed out and but they they just love to be with us so we're trusting the lord for that right now i just started a uh monday night bible study and i have three clients coming wow and so you know what it's just a hey that way that's yeah. just how i do it yeah. hey i'm getting ready to start a small group and it's just six weeks and we're gonna go through this book and you know would you love to do it and so yeah organic that's just what i do yeah and you know part of it is not having the pressure that you've got to perform Mm. or you've got to see some sort of result or they've got to bow their head close their eyes raise their hand Mm. or you have failed it's not true that's the enemy Mm -hmm. trying to to get you to mess it up. That's right. By doing a, a job that's not yours. It's right. the job of the Holy Spirit to draw them. Wasn't it Mike Van Meter who gave that message about the mm-hmm. seed? Just, yeah. Right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Just throw it out there. Thousands just of trees. Yeah. That was so good. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. So good. You know, um, I would really um, 
Well, I want to give you two opportunities. One is if there's just anything that the Lord is teaching you right now that you're walking in and you're kind of hearing from the Lord in, I want you to share that with with people. And then I just want you to pray for every single person that ever listens to this episode. Okay. Um, I feel like right now in my life, I have turned off the chatter of uh, the news all of the things on the outside, and I've just asked the Lord to help me to be present where I'm at and to be effective where I'm at with my grandchildren, my kids, my neighbors, my ministry, my job, just to be present. And it has been so wonderful for me. Um, Right now, you know, when all of the the chaos was going on, I, I... really had some anxiety and um, just over all of the the things. Anyway, so I feel like uh, the Lord is just really just saying, I am near, I am close, just be present every day. I have such peace in my life and um, and I I feel like I have really good boundaries in my life. I do what I can do and i'm okay with saying i can't do that <laughs> i just really mm. love being this age <laughs> 19. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah i i you know i just it's i'm just in a good place just uh loving where the lord has me right yeah, now I, I totally get that i remember it, people talking about being married to sylvia mm. and uh I don't talk about it that much because people just don't believe it (laughs) because how good it is. But I remember Sylvia and I got married when we were a little bit older Mm -hmm. and the big things are big and the small things are small and you don't have to figure it out. You know, you know, and that's the, that's the thing with, with taking his Mm -hmm. peace, you know, just, you know, what's important to him that Mm -hmm. should be important to you and what's not is not. Mm -hmm. So that is, that is good. And his yoke is easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's the real that's the real key is you know, his his burden is light, you yeah. know. It is easy. It is light. You and know? if and if our burden and yoke is not easy and light, then we've taken that's someone right. on that that's isn't right. his. Exactly that's right. Exactly right. So good. Yeah. My friend Fawn, who I'm Fawn. just crazy about, she said uh one time that the Lord wants us to care but not carry. Mm, that's mm. good. Can wow. I just tell you, is that just so beautiful? Yeah. Yes, you know, she is. says all these little golden nuggets that just stick in my heart. <laughs> it's shocking that someone from Chicago can have that. <laughs> 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 but well, I, I love that. No, it's that, you know, you and I were talking before we came on. Let's just talk, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, not script this. Let's just talk. And I think the Lord has had his way with this conversation. Oh, yeah, it's going to bless people. This is great. Kevin, so, I love being with you, my brother. 100%. 100% the same. <laughs> Um, let's pray for all these people. Go for okay. it. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your sweet presence. Thank you for being here, Lord. Thank you for every uh, person that will hear uh, my story, Lord, but it's really your story. Yes. And so, Lord, I pray that, God, that something that I've said would touch a heart of uh, another 
And that, Lord, that we could be excited about being just right where we are. You using us wherever you have us planted. Lord, we just want to love others. And Lord, we just want to lead others and show what the kingdom of God looks like here on earth. Uh, may you be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.